0: Hey, it's Dan here. If you want to hear this episode of the Back Chat Podcast without ads and get extra content that no one else gets, head to backchatstudios.com.au where you can sign up as a patron and access all of our bloody good merch.
1: Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort.
2: Oh yes, yes, we are back, Back chat 2.0, we're back, it's been oh, geez, it's been a big couple of weeks, bye week, we've had a bye week Dan
0: We had bye week
2: mm, I, I mean it was self-imposed, uh, let's be honest, it wasn't a scheduling uh, problem that we had with, uh, that's my volume Dan, please Sorry. don't turn it down while I'm talking There you go uh, Yeah, we, I mean, we we, we created the bye week, mm. right, it wasn't COVID re- related, we no, needed a break Yeah I think it's fair to be honest A breather I mean we got, we got to double digits, it was a big moment for us Yep and uh, we just saw, you know, it's going to cool things down a little bit. But, 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 yeah, I think I think I might have cooked myself with the Olympics watching. Like, I, yeah, I, 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 I've been in this, like, I've been riding the wave of the Olympics, and now it's stopped. Yeah, and then it's like this void in my life. You crashed. Yeah. So, anyway, we're back. Mm. Back chat. It's good to be here.
0: It is good. How did you? Um, any highlights from the, for the Olympics? Oh,
2: mate. Do we want to? Me give me, me one Give me one oh, I meant Jess Fox was great yeah. That was like giving me shivers In my like, Up my spine She'd like She'd stuffed up again she'd, she'd She'd failed Again I guarantee she looked at it As failure uh, With a bronze medal In the In the K1 I believe And then Her dad's commentating She goes in C1 She qualifies first again She's last to run again And and she wins it. And she wins gold. And her dad's there. Mum's got in there. Like there wasn't many people there, but her mum was able to get herself into the uh, arena or what do you want to, whatever you want to call it. So it's, mm. you hear a dad getting a moment. That was that was big for mine. There was there was lots of good moments though. Like I'm an 800 runner. I told you about my national, um, you know, escapades yeah, there, which we, final? Yeah, yep. which would beat beat your uh, under 12 cricketing, um, you know, whatever you want to call it. that performance. Yeah, yep. is that what you'd call that? Uh,
0: masterclass. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, um, yeah so watching Peter bowl in the 800 that was pretty that was good I like that yeah. I always like to think that I could do that but I couldn't I couldn't yeah. run as fast as they running you can't no um, but yeah we're back um, if you want to get in touch Instagram backchat underscore podcast you can get in touch on Twitter which is uh, backchat underscore pod yeah that's right uh, reddit's r forward slash pod, uh, backchat podcast or just yeah. backchat yeah, yeah, that's it, Backchat oh,
0: Podcast. Yeah. And then um, hello at backchatpodcast.com.au is our email. Which we've got lots we've, of emails. We've got lots. we got lots. We're going to get there. Can I touch on one more thing with the Olympics, though? Because yes. I know there was this – everyone was loving um, the high jump gold medal mm. sharing.
2: Oh, yeah, the Italian and the Quatarian.
0: Yes. Is, that, uh, is, is that, that what we call it someone for Qatar, Qatar, yeah. Qatar? yeah. Um Quartarian. I don't know. Let's I'm sure you'll be corrected. Let us know. Um I've I didn't love it. I'm gonna say it. So I saw so many websites and news things going like the moment that captured the Olympics and Olympic my, spirit. My favorite thing was seeing two men embrace and like share this great <sighs> moment when they got to share in this medal. I, I just wanna see if I'm the only person maybe without a soul in the world. <laughs>
2: I was going to say, you are such a Grinch, mate. This is this is one of the most beautiful moments of not only sporting his baby, humankind and what you didn't like it.
0: Not one bit. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. Okay. There was a lot of talk about this being, like you said, encapsulating the Olympic spirit, mm. respect from one athlete to another. I th- I truly believe that <laughs> ultimate respect to the Olympics would have been to battle it out. And again, would have been ultimate respect to the other athlete to say, you know what, if you win this, you absolutely deserve it. If I win this, I absolutely deserve I thought it. You it was a bit, bit you weak. You know what, let's put on a show and let's go as hard as we can for the true Olympic spirit. And you know what, they go, nah, let's share it. And that for me, yes, I'll say was a tad... Weak's probably a strong word, but I just don't agree that that was a really great moment.
2: Well, would it help you... Like the alternative was, do you know what the alternative was? It wasn't. It wasn't to keep jumping higher because, like, the the point is, you can't just keep jumping higher. Of course. So they both felt as if they, it's a jump off. That's what it, it's a jump off. <laughs> that's what that's what happens. It's a, it's a it's a jump off. First to fail loses. Yeah. But if no one jumps, if no one gets over the height, no one wins. That's the point
0: yes but i would have you been- can't
2: just keep jumping and then hopefully someone's going to eventually clear it go they'll get it. too tight no no Why not? go be- for it because that's the point it could have gone on for five hours because they're not going to get So
0: what the winner at the end of the five hours would truly be the champion like literally
2: it would have been a jump to the death like like <laughs> the, the, the failure failure would have been a gift of of winning to the other and it would have been death would have done that no i don't agree well, ha- well tell me how it could have possibly been resolved you no could- one was going to jump at that height. You can't start lowering the bar.
0: No, that's fine. So you go. All right, we both made one seventy two or whatever. Or okay. whatever it was. It was
2: it was two forty.
0: Yeah. So you go, you make it. I go, I make it. We no, just no,
2: but that's the point. They they both had missed, and so they they you can't just start getting better because otherwise they would have won anyway.
0: Yes, but I, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm suggesting that you keep jumping. At 240. At the, at the height they made it. We've both made 240. Okay. Let's keep going until one of us fails.
2: Yeah, but what if neither of them succeed? That's my point.
0: Then you keep... It's like, it's like a penalty right, shootout. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yes. You, yeah, but you
2: don't get to bring the new player off the bench to help the penalties. You can't just suddenly get better. you, you no, it's no, a, Okay. If you draw a graph of performance in high jump, right, yep. you get to the point and they're at the peak. Yes. And then they've both failed at that peak. They're yes. never going to... There's no coming back. Unless they go to bed, you want them to go... To bed and freshen up?
0: I want them to go, okay, we've both made 250, whatever. Let's go back to that. I'll jump if I make it. Then you jump and you don't. What if
2: neither of them make it? You're not listening to me. keep going until
0: one person makes it. Okay. Uh,
2: Listeners, I don't think we're going to get anywhere here because Dan's (laughs) not listening to me. No,
0: I'm listening. I know what you're saying. It's
2: not possible. No one was going to make it. That's why they agreed to share the medal because they would have just... Well, yes, it's not a nah, it's a yes.
0: No, okay, I'm not. I'm feeling well, like we're going around, we're going around saying. Oh, we
2: certainly are. Put it to the listeners then. Yep. Let them decide because you and I are not going to decide
0: this. There should have been a jump off. I'm saying, it. and that would be the true respect to the game. Not deciding. You know what? Let's just let's just share it. That's Look, not the true respect. I but will it, say, I, would draw I would it say, a grand final should of Collingwood no, and it's St Kilda on. You know what? Because For someone the can always to the game, score. let's draw it.
2: No, that's not the same example Why? because.
0: How do you know there would have been another draw and another draw and another draw till the death when they couldn't one team couldn't beat the other?
2: Because it comes a point where you're that fatigued, you can't start jumping higher in football. And your to wins score. if
0: you can last longer than the other, then you win. It's like a marathon. Yeah, the I know. T- I know what you're saying.
2: Look, I agree. There should have been a jump off, right? Yeah. I'm asking you, what happens if neither of them clear that height? Just, just, just. I'm going
0: hypothetical. With you and we never can find out because they decide to share it. Okay. Anyways, hypothetically,
2: no, <laughs> hypothetically speaking. Yes. If they do a jump off, mm-hmm. no one clears that height. Yep. They do not clear it. Yep. They do not. Never ever. Ne- what ha- who's the winner? Do they get to go to bed and start again in the morning?
0: Sure.
2: Okay. So that's different. Okay.
0: <laughs> I want there to be one winner. I yes. look I, I know, know what I, you want. I don't know how we figure it out. I'm not I'm not a part of the Olympic committee. Obviously, there's a reason why because I have a Grinch when it comes to Olympic spirit, yeah. even you've, though yeah, I believe you never that
2: performed at you know, the levels <laughs> that the Olympi- Olympians would... And, you know, your opinion would be relatively irrelevant to most Olympians, but mm. so would mine. Yeah. Following on from the Olympics, yes. I mean, I've really been sucked in by Channel 7. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't watch reality TV shows. So just so I don't really have a lot of time for TV, mm. but the Olympics was on. So I just had Channel 7 playing all the time. And what happened when the Olympics was on? Ads. Yeah. And what were the ads for? TV shows coming McDonald's up? McDonald's and S- yeah, and the, the A- SAS. Yeah, oh yeah, that right. Looks aw- that looks awful. That looks great. I'm going to be watching that. <laughs> They've sucked me in there. And the Voice. Yeah. Look, <laughs> I haven't watched I haven't watched Australian Idol since I, I think since Guy in, Sebastian. In, since Guy Guy Sebastian <laughs> yep. came second. Rightful winner. Came second.
0: No, Shannon Noel came second. Shannon Noel. Yeah, everyone thinks Shannon Knoll should have won that. Oh, the guy Sebastian did, but he I thought going. it was the
2: other way around. So, no. guy Sebastian's the winner of Australian Idol. Yeah. Well, that's about my knowledge of <laughs> singing shows. Yeah, I am hooked line and sinker to the voice. Can I have it's you? It's wa- amazing.
0: Wa- is so? Have you watched an episode yet?
2: I want to start singing.
0: Okay. There, do, there's
2: people on there. Yeah. Look, it's emotional. It's as emotional as the Olympics. A guy sang last night. Never sung in front of people before. All he's done is in the shower yeah. and lie and he he got lie. four people turning around
0: yeah it's a lie it's so. It's, it's so a correctional officer
2: for the New South Wales <laughs> <leader. laughs>
0: okay you know there's that she's <laughs> a you know let's see the good people alright <laughs> oh, well then this isn't going to go down well you know how there's that <laughs> of course bro- it's not that brother there's a guy that sings and then she goes oh well, your sister's a great singer too why doesn't she audition she goes yeah. oh I don't know I didn't think about it and then she auditions yeah biggest setup in TV history really There's no way that that wasn't planned and set up.
2: I don't think you're right. They showed showed the producers running around. Yeah, brilliant. They've
0: they've sold you on it.
2: So uh, it's good to know that you're watching it too (laughs) because you've just given me a full rundown of what's going on. I've seen
0: the ad. I saw it 75 times. Right,
2: okay. So we've obviously had to buy it. We needed to do that. We're we're back on track now. there Has been a bit going on in the AFL?
0: Yes, it has. Um, Hmm. Something that came up last weekend, Hmm. uh, Brayshaw.
2: Ooh, Andy Brayshaw. Yes. Oh, this was an interesting one.
0: Yeah. I, whether or not he should have got a week, don't, couldn't care less, to be honest. Um, but it did make me think about something that I saw a couple of times in games, and it's not a new thing, okay? Kay. happens all the time. Uh-huh. You're in the back line, uh, forwards, got the ball, you've gone to lay a tackle, mm. he shrugs down or drops to his knees, and you end up giving him a high tackle. Okay? Mm. You know what happens a lot? The player... Who's laid the tackle? Who then gets given? Who gives away the free kick? Yeah. They usually hunch over, and say something to the guy you've just tackled. Oh right? yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it's a. It looks like they've been given an earful. Yeah. And you can never read what they're saying because they do a good job of hiding their face. Yeah. What? Tell me some of the things that I feel like you probably would have done it. Yeah. You probably would have given a spray, and you also would have caught the spray when you ducked down and, and.
2: Yeah. No, I I could never master the art because it isn't art. Luke, should we does it? Selwoods have done it for years. Yeah. Um, there's a few other players now that uh, Reese Matheson from Brisbane does it. There's a pure art to getting that shoulder under the arm and free kick every time. And I yeah. just wasn't good enough. Yeah, okay. But I've given a lot of those free kicks away. Yeah. Are you still beeping, like post edit beeping? I'll tell you what I. Well, yeah, yeah, I can beep. Yeah. You You <laughs> little <laughs> <laughs> you're so You're so furious. Yeah. <laughs> you're so furious because you know it's a free kick. You cannot argue the free kick. Yeah. There's no way. And you also know that they they made that happen. You, yeah. You weren't gonna h- tackle them high unless they shrugged you. Yeah. And so you just that pure yeah. rage.
0: The tackler always looks really angry. <laughs> yeah.
2: So that's how that's how that goes down. Uh yeah, yeah, back on Andy Brayshaw, like yep. I think what it does show, right? There was a lot of a lot of carry on from fan, carry on, uh, coverage, whatever you want to call it, mm. uh, Andrew Gaff 2018, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right? Right, right, Andy Brayshaw. Yeah. Um, not at all. This is the same. Actually, has nothing to do with each other, other than any breaches involved in both. I think it does demonstrate that shit happens on the football field, and yep. I I don't like the fact he was suspended for it. I really don't like seeing players suspended for stuff that happens, deliberate or otherwise. I, I'm a big fan of. I don't know how else you solve it though. That's the Let only thing. Let them play. Yeah. <laughs> Let the boys play. I
0: didn't and I might be wrong in this, and I'm not going to say it verbatim, but I believe. In Fremantle's, um, not defense, but I think that they said in the tribunal that Brayshaw um, knows that sometimes a good person can just do a dumb thing on the field. Really? And I think, and they were saying a Brayshaw of anyone would know that. And I think they were linking that to. They were alluding
2: to being punched in the face by a West Coast player. Yeah. That's outstanding lawyering. Yeah. I think that's good. Yeah. I like that. Didn't get him off though.
0: No, I it didn't. It no, didn't no, get him off.
2: No, he got to wait. He's awake. missing the derby. Yep. Um,
0: uh, other AFL news.
2: Big news. Walker. No, bigger, bigger news than that. Oh, we will come to that. Okay. There's oh. there's much bigger news. But football
0: news around. Oh yeah. I mean, it's still player AFL player movement. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, careers. Do you have, do you have what what's what's been happening with you?
2: Well, should I cover Taylor Walker? It's a quite a big incident that happened with Taylor Walker. I mean, it's, it's not bigger than you know the other news we're talking about. <laughs> Uh, you yep, tell me.
0: Let's go. Let's go to Walker first. Okay. We'll finish on a high note.
2: Well, what happened? Set me up a little bit here.
0: So there was an incident. Yep. In the Senate. Santa, yeah, sample, sample. Uh, Taylor Walker allegedly.
2: Well. Yeah, no, no. It's probably no longer allegedly. Not allegedly.
0: Uh-huh. Um, made a racist remark. Yep. To another player.
2: An indigenous player. An indigenous player.
0: Yep. And has now come out. With an apology video, mm. which hasn't been received well.
2: What mm. are my thoughts. Yes. Um, look, I mean, you've yeah, pretty much nailed the incident. Uh, Sample, I think I think Adelaide Reserves or, or, you know, Taylor Walker wasn't playing was probably the point. And it's difficult to understand the context. There's been some coverage around it. There hasn't been a lot of coverage around the incident. Um, it's difficult to ascertain what actually happened. So... I'll try to stay away from commenting on the actual incident and racism as a whole, to be honest, because I think that's a gigantic topic that... Mm. It's not dangerous to talk about. It's, it's great to have conversations about it, but it's a big topic and needs to be unpacked. Exactly. And, and uh, you know, you and I are probably not the best to do that, to yes. be honest. Agreed. Like two white guys on a podcast. That's, yep. that's being serious. Oh, of course. Like yeah, 100%. W- what, what, what would we actually know about it? Mm-hmm. But I probably... I do want to look at the actual apology and ownership side of things from Taylor Walker. Clearly he has made a huge – it's not – well, I I don't really see it as a mistake. There's been a huge incident that he Mm. has been found guilty of. It's no no longer allegedly. Like Clearly Mm, this has happened. Um, He's owned up to it. Well, I mean, yeah. uh, That's probably what I want to speak about is like – Clearly there's been a big incident and he feels either bad about it or feels bad that he was caught or or, or feels bad that it's happened or feels bad about what it's done to other people or feels bad that he was being racist or feels... Whatever he feels is also difficult to comment on that. Yep. But he's clearly stuffed up here. And the, the video that got released with Taylor Walker and Robbie Young, who was the Indigenous fella who was racially abused... Was uh, I don't know who's at fault, Taylor Walker or the Adelaide Football Club, but it was so poor.
0: Let's play a bit of it because yeah. I've got it here. And then okay. at the back of it is Tony Armstrong from the ABC, yes, who is an Indigenous man.
2: I, I would gives, like to listen to what he has to say. Gives a comment. Said was racism, and it's totally unacceptable. I'm going to lean on you, Robbie. I'm going to lean on the AFL and others around me to support me. Thanks, mate. Taylor Walker and Robbie young they're pretty frustrating and disappointing stuff that we're here talking about it does Again. that
1: make a difference the video
2: uh, I don't think that makes too much of a difference especially I think I've I've said this before it's always on uh, indigenous people to always be taking the higher road always having to extend the olive o- always having to extend the olive branch out and be the ones to to help and to educate and even there in the wording we heard Taylor's going to be the one leaning on Robbie I mean, you can hear in uh, Tony Armstrong's voice uh, about what it's done to him and how he feels about it. You can, you can hear it in the tone of his voice, let alone what he's saying. Like, I just, I feel strongly that in life, right, this is getting a bit deep for the Backchat podcast, but I, I feel it's important. In life, when you stuff up, right, you make a mistake, and, and Taylor Walker's saying it's a mistake, we, can, we, don't, we can't speak for Taylor Walker, but when you do and you put in the position where he is, which is high-level scrutiny, high-level, like everyone in Australia is talking about this, all media levels, every state in Australia, he's the captain of the club, it's a high-level incident. You ha- in my opinion, you have to show genuine remorse. That is not scripted, that is not awkward, and it might be awkward because you're so honest about it, but you need to be overly honest. You need to put your hand up, your guts. Tell everyone how badly you feel about what's happened, about the people you've impacted, and and just speak honestly. You need to speak from the heart because that video that's been put together by the Adelaide Football Club and Taylor Walker, I, it, it it just it just spews out uh, AFL football clubs protecting the narrative, which is what all AFL clubs do. West Coast do it, Frio do it, um, all AFL clubs do it, and it just reeks of it he's in a white t-shirt no branding no sponsors this is taylor walker's problem they're, they're, they're trying to distance it in my opinion um as a media ad- advisor if i was a media advisor for the Adelaide crows i'll be sitting him down in front of a video camera just him just his face leave robbie young out of it just as tony armstrong says what's it got to do with him other than he's the one who's been vilified he shouldn't be the one that taylor walker's leaning on to support Get him in a room and tell him. Ask him questions. Ask him about how he actually feels and what he's going to do about it. Because yep. putting together a post edited, scripted apology. Look, I'm sure he feels terrible about it. Without speaking for him, I'm sure he it couldn't feel worse. I'm sure he's sitting in a room with the lights off. He, he would just be. would be spewing his guts up. He would just be in a really bad spot. But you need to put your hand up and be like, "I. Oh, this is on me." And yep. that's not – that that video was yep, couldn't, – couldn't have been further from it.
0: A couple of things with it, um, with these sorts of apologies, and, and scripted apologies are always tough because they either feel scripted and doesn't feel sincere, but at the same time there's things that they definitely want to say and – Can't, no? Well, not can't, but they want to make sure they've covered all the bases. They feel all these things. I want to write it down so I make yeah. sure that it's – so that's where it's tough for me because you want to – you don't want it to be scripted because you want it to sound genuine, but you also, as the person making the apology, and I'm not defending this at all, I, making sure okay, I want to make sure that I've said these certain things because I feel them, but I also want to make sure I don't get it wrong.
2: Right. So that's what I mean. It's not a. It wasn't a press conference where no. you'd be worried about what you're talking about. Get him to speak about everything he feels properly. Like not that that is just bullshit. What they put together. Get him to actually speak about what it clearly is affecting him. He could barely speak. Yep. It's in a bad place. Get him to show that. And then if you need to chop it up, or chop it up, you know, post edit it. We do it on this podcast all the time. This this podcast usually goes for about five hours, and we get into <laughs> it forty five minutes. But not really. We don't yeah. post edit it at all, other than just swear words for my mum. But yeah, you, you know what I mean. Yeah, like you of can. Course. You need to get everything out there because then you just got jokers like you and me going. What's actually happened? Yeah. Well, how's he actually feel? Just makes it worse. Yep. Not being honest about it makes it worse. Makes it harder for everyone to deal with. It does not help that that video. It's done the opposite to help anyone. Yeah. Taylor Walker, Robbie Young, Indigenous people, the AFL, Adelaide, that, that video has just made it worse for every every stakeholder involved.
0: Yep. Bit there. Um, let's finish then on something a bit more positive.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Almost bittersweet. Yeah, and a big news as well. Big news. Big topic. Like, you know, big.
0: <laughs> well, I don't even know what to say. You should probably say it.
2: No, I, what, what do you mean to say? I mean, you know, it's a big deal. You know about it.
0: I wonder like there's still a part of me that's like are we still thinking about the exact same thing? <laughs> well,
2: there's only one thing mate. No, so you've retired. Yeah, I've bought an Apple Watch. Um, <laughs> you retired from the AFL yeah, yeah, last reti- year? Yeah, I retired from the AFL last year and then I've I've I've, I've retired again. <laughs> I've retired yeah. from the waffle. Like John Farnham. Or, yeah, the it, yeah, a bit, bit of John Farnham about it. A bit, yeah. yeah. What is it the last chance? No, the last one last
0: time? I yeah. don't know. He's...
2: This is the last time. Then this is this is really the last time. Yeah, no, yeah. actually, actually this Sake, is the last time. got you last time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah, I, re- I re- uh, retired last year for West Coast. Um, I was relatively emotional in that sort of retirement because it felt like you know my uh, you know time as a professional athlete had, had sort of you know passed me, and it was a, it was a lot of hard work to get where I got got to, and and you know felt like I was really wrapping up a chapter of my life, and, and then was lucky enough to go and play waffle uh, mm. for Peel. And yeah, I retired last night. Actually, um, oh there you go. D- yeah, and I w- it wasn't emotional at all. Uh, I, I was at West Coast when I did it, but for Peel, it was you know a little bit. I made the decision, and and that was it. Like there wasn't really many second thoughts about it. Yeah. But I, I, the one thing that I probably was different, which is I don't know if it's surprising. It'd be up to you to know if it was surprising. Was, um. The actual players at Peel, I've known them for 12 months, less than 12 months. Um, I, I made some really strong connections with guys down there just, you know, having a few beers with them after games, um, playing footy with them, training. D- didn't get to see them as much as I would West Coast guys. Yep. But I, I really felt as much, if not more connected to the Peel Thunder footy group, the, the playing group. This is probably Frio aside. We had the Frio alignment, Frio guys would come in and out, but we wouldn't train with them. But the actual yeah. Peel Thunder Footy Club as a football club felt like more of a football club than West Coast ever did.
0: Yeah, right. Is that surprising Do you think or? that was to you also because they drafted you?
2: Um I don't know. It's maybe it's just like my mindset of what a football club is. Like yeah, right. West Coast, this is not a negative thing on West Coast, West Coast. Eagles. Yeah, yeah. It's more of a positive thing on Peel Thunder and that set up But I guess my mindset I've played junior footy At footy clubs You know It's go down there At training And and they've got the soup After training And they've got You know A yeah, yeah, yeah. couple of the old ladies who Put some lasagnas For the boys Well that was happening At Peel yeah. And um, Maybe a couple of beers After games That was happening At Peel there's, there's a lot less scrutiny And a lot less pressure At waffle level Than mm. AFL level And sometimes At AFL level Instead of feeling Like a footy club Where you go down And train And then you play games And then you it's a, it's a job. Whereas playing for Peel this year hasn't felt like a job. It's felt like I've been playing footy. Yeah, good Whereas no. West Coast was like...
0: It's your job. For, it's for, literally your job. Yeah,
2: I played there for 14 years. Probably for 10 of those years, it was just so hard. So, like, so mentally draining and hard selection every week like it, like there was the reason I retired was the was the f i said it in my retirement speech I just couldn't fight anymore it just felt like I was just constantly fighting to prove myself to prove to others I was be- good enough yeah whereas like peel it was it was fun, loved it, and so that was only a hard part about last night was like I've made some really good relationships with players down there and um felt to an extent like letting them down whereas west Coast I was just like i've give i've give, yeah, I've yeah, just yeah. given you fourteen years boys yeah, like yeah. Do your best. I owe you nothing. Yeah, now. do your best. Yeah, yeah. Have your premiership. You know, I, you know Without me, you wouldn't have won it. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. Bye bye. Whereas Peel, I was like, oh, geez, like, could I have gone again? Gone around again?
0: You reckon? Um, you reckon you'll go watch them?
2: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah, I've, I, 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 I've enjoyed watching Waffle this year. I've watched a bit because of my back, and um, you can take the kids down there. It's jumping castles. Yeah, it's The, good. the, the experience at the Waffle is way better than the AFL. Yeah, well, like if if you got families and you're listening, and you want to have a good day with the kids, I understand AFL means more, but it's cheaper at the waffle. Yep. Kids can run a mark. Yep. Like food, you can sit food right and up against the fence. Food and beverage. You can go on the ground at quarter time. Like yeah, it's footy. You can, footy. Listen, to the, you can it listen to the coaches. Waffle chat. is footy. Yeah, like it's and it's great for families. There's dogs and stuff running around sometimes. <laughs> like don't have to let in there. Cars horns. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. footy. So like. I've really enjoyed that aspect, and I think I really missed that at AFL, AFL level so although retiring wasn't sad, it was yeah disappointing to probably walk away from that, but that's life' We're good Lots and
0: lots of emails this week. Bill. you sound
2: so excited about that No I, I, genuine excitement coming a little through
0: bit the of place. anxiety just because <sighs> there's that many. but that's a good problem to have and yes, we did um,
2: we did have what what's what, what's our motto? What is it?
0: You send it, we'll read it. All right, great. Um, let's just let's just start. Yeah, great. Because we got that many to go through. I haven't.
2: I will give you um, a bit of warning. I haven't read through these, so this yeah, is that's fine. This is moulding into social media where I don't do any preparation, <laughs> and you just hit me with questions. Yeah, and we try and deal with them.
0: Well, these are a little bit longer.
2: Yeah, and I get to laugh at you when you stuff words up.
0: And here we go from the first one. I mean, are you still going to read the the personal? It's from yeah,
2: sure. We're probably not going to read the email address yeah, out no, there.
0: No, we don't want you to get. Uh, Internet docs, is that what they call it?
2: Matthew Richards. Yep. Not Richardson, just Richards.
0: Okay. Underscore, underscore, <laughs> underscore. Wow. Now that that's out of the way, sorry about this one, Dan. My spelling, <sighs> punctuation, and grandma aren't the best at the time, at the best of times, let alone at work on Sat morning on the phone, just having listened to this week's episode and remembering to email finally. Put this one. Put this 1-1, the (laughs) socials and socials after WC win v Richmond, but a lockdown caused a live show. Didn't get a memo. Adam Simpson said in the post-match that the crowd really played a part. How much does a crowd help motivate or spur on a team? And have you known any player to comment on a different footy atmosphere at the Eagles game as opposed to stadiums or teams? And now that they aren't a sponsor anymore, will HJs or Maccas will accept different answers for burgers and fries?
2: What does that mean? What's better? Yeah. I still don't know what the question is. Ask me the question. Hungry Jacks.
0: Okay. (laughs) I'm Um, sorry, Charlie, but you have to witness this. Okay, Will, you ready? Yes, put this in English. Between Hungry Jacks and McDonald's, what do you like better? And you can answer differently for fries and burgers.
2: Oh, okay.
0: Because Hungry Jacks aren't a sponsor anymore, you don't
2: need to say Hungry Jacks. Okay, the shackles are off. Yes. Look, uh, can't go past Hungry Jacks fries, even though they have altered the (laughs) uh, recipe for them. Look at that. Look. They they've they've probably they've probably changed them by about a third, I think, the sizing of those. And it's been a disappointing change, I've gotta be honest, Hungry Jacks, but I still am with you. They're still mm-hmm. better than Mackerels fries. Um however, in in terms of pure takeaway value and, and just just the ability to just grab it and eat it, which I feel like is an important thing about takeaway. I think I'm still on Maccas. Yeah. Same. Like Hungry, Hungry Jacks feels like a meal. I feel like feel disgusting after eating it. Whereas yeah. Macca's, I'm like, I'll oh, just chuck it down, no, it's done. Yeah, good. Don't have to have another meal. So, yeah, I think Macca's has still got the edge. I think we're the same on that. Um
0: good. Other thing was about crowd motivation.
2: Uh, yeah, so I think you do hear teams speaking about Optus Stadium as intimidating when the crowd's up and going. Now, it could be – it's just like footy has changed so much in the last 18 months. So 18 months ago when it was just regular to have a crowd, Optus – at its best, was like, oh, geez, that's w- way, way worse than any other crowd. They're just so aggressive and so loud. And I've heard teams speak about it like that. Yep. But now, with no crowds anywhere other than Optus, pretty much, I think teams would actually enjoy it regardless of what it sounds like because it's, it's almost like, oh, thank God we get to play in front of people because no matter what players say, like you do get a kick out of playing in front of people. Like yeah, 60,000 people, 50,000 people, whatever it is. It's it's it it brings something out in you. You 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 play better or worse, like something happens to you when you're in front of a crowd as opposed to training. Yep. That's why there's been like the world's best trainers in the world that can't play AFL. Because you get in front of a crowd and you're executing the exact same skill. You buckle. Correct. Yep. And or or, or, you, or you or you elevate. Can, yeah, right. That's why the Olympics oh the Olympics. That's so, what happens.
0: Um question then from me, this isn't in the email. Mm. When a crowd's booing you mm. Are you loving it? Are you like one of those WWF stars that's like, you know, giving the ear signal and like asking for I, more? I
2: mean, it's relevant. <laughs> the rock or like a man kind smelling his sock or something. Uh, <laughs> I I mean, the, the only hard time for me, uh, any other ground, when it's an away game, you know, Telstra Dome or MCG, you, you, you know what's happening. Whereas when you play against the Dockers at their home game, at your home ground and yep. you're getting abused, it feels, yep. it feels more personal. Yeah. Right. Like, hang on. This is my home ground. Like, yeah. It's like someone walking into your house, like yeah. taking, your, taking your food out of the kitchen. Like, hey, man, that's mine. What are you mine. doing? Yeah, like, so that would be the only game which is relevant because this weekend is a frio home game yes. at Optus. So I think that's the only – it just feels so different because you play 11 or uh, 10 games at the ground and you're just the kings Kings of the big game. Yeah. And then you rock up there one week out of the year and you're like, what? Hang uh, on. What is yeah. going on here? All How right. You're getting abused.
0: Uh, next one's from? Lavinia. Yeah. Hey, Dan and Will, I have a proposition for a mini AFL preseason competition, probably with smaller teams and maybe eight teams just for a bit of fun. So she's listed some of the team ideas. Crazy hair team, e.g. Ben Brown, Griffin Logue. Uh, Great forward line and back line there. Uh, Baldy's team, e.g., Nathan Jones, still side bottom. Beardy's team, Josh Kennedy, Max Gorn. It goes on for like a, you know, different themed teams. Yep. So if a player falls under more than one of those categories, e.g., Max Gorn, baldies <coughs> and Beardy's, or, or yep. Zach Toohey, International and Mustache, they can choose which team they play for. Um, I think, so Lavinia's saying it's sort of like AFLX, just a bit of fun. Um, watch the, she says, uh, I think it would be fun to watch the baldies line up against the guys with filthy mullets. Have you done to raise charity What's your thoughts
2: I don't I don't hate it I don't think you get 22 players in A beard Beard team of the year Or yeah. Baldies team of the year You'd have some real Precious players going I'm not bald I'm not playing in that team <laughs> uh, I think you get like 11, Like play AFL 9s Type competition Yeah yeah That would be cool AFL yeah, 9s I think pe- the, that, the thing with uh, AFL X No yeah, one I gives a shit Yeah Like who, who's aligned to the lightning bolts and like that <laughs> Patty Dangerfield, you know, Nat Fife's um, lightning or yeah, flyers. Fife's flyers. Who cares, Fifey? No one.
0: Do you, um, can we, uh, you've probably talked about this on back chat regular, not 2.0. Yeah, AFLX. Yeah, can we talk about AFLX another time? Because yeah. just okay,
2: Charlie, you run that down yep. in that brain of yours.
0: Okay, uh, from this one's from Kane.
2: So, hang on, yeah, great idea. Yeah, yeah. love it. Love AFL it. nines. But it's like,
0: theme teams because, because what would happen balls, is
2: meetings. Like oh, All those All the ball blokes Would be getting so hard Behind the ball team You get yeah, guys yeah. with beards You get internationals yeah, I You'd have actually. some allegiance Whereas Fifey's flyers Yeah No one No one cares Yeah Not, not even Fifey Yeah fly for life oh, man. Fifey would care actually He'd be very happy There's a team name after him <laughs> Whack uh, Next <laughs> one you please Don't dare we'll take that out either uh, From Kane At the top there There you go From Kane There you go yeah. Thank you. You you can do that. Hi, Dan
0: Will. I considered Scoey one of the best players. Did you write this? One of the best players at infringing opposition players in contests while getting away with it. This includes the standard Scoey move of attempting a spoil he was never going to get and accidentally landing directly on the back of the opposition without giving away the 50-metre penalty. Did you actively try to develop the skill of pushing the line between fair play and infringement over your career? And secondly, did you ever consider where the umpire's blind spot might be when maybe giving a small tug on the opposition's jumper?
2: Kane. I'm, I'm serious. This is without warning. I'm giving him two tickets. That's one of the best questions I've ever read. Really? Yeah, that's amazing. What? two? Well, what? well like, the, I don't know. It's just, a, no, I've never heard that before, hmm. and and I'm going to answer it, and he's spot on with all of his points. Okay,
0: so what, what's he getting tickets? two tickets um, to? Because obviously the Derby's probably out of question.
2: Yeah, not not the Derby. Can't get tickets to that. Does West Coast play at home again this year? Yeah, next home game. Kane? Two tickets. All yours, mate. Great question. Dang. Um. Now, yeah, I did used to do all of those things. Uh. So there's not. I don't think there is because the West Coast play. The West Coast players are walking around clapping the crowd. So uh, there you yeah. go, Kane. As as stated, next West Coast home game, <laughs>
0: 2022.
2: Yeah, hold me to my word. I'll, oh, I'll, unless
0: there's a home final. Because is that possible?
2: No, nah, there won't be no, any finals tickets no. coming out of Scoey's pocket because they're not. <laughs> you can't. You have to buy them. And yeah, I won't yeah. be buying them <laughs> unless we get a good sponsor. Yep. Which we will be touching on shortly. Yes. Because I believe there's a sponsor email. Yes. Very excited. Now, Kane. Did I used to practice giving free kicks away, but also getting away with it? Yes. So uh, a few times during the year, and especially pre season, umpires would come down to training, and they'd help umpire training. Really? So to help them train, they would come and umpire training. Of course. Would help us, but it yeah, help okay. help them, right? Get you have to get you can't just chuck them into a game. So yeah. Did you know that? Just, Is that? Uh, no, I didn't know yeah.
0: that. That's actually good. And just of a quick little throw out there: Margaret yeah. retiring.
2: Yeah, so he used to be a big one. So all the Perth guys would come down now training and Frio's training. and Yeah, yeah Dan Muggets, I've always found him a pretty good umpire. I, yeah, Frio, I know, Frio fans, hey? Yeah, I know, <laughs> they reckon they used to play for West Coast. <laughs> uh, yeah, so when they used to come to training, I used to really push the limits and see. I just used to see what would happen. Yeah, good. And sometimes they would be a bit more lenient at training because they sometimes didn't want to hold training yeah, control up. Control yeah. yeah, like <laughs> control training sometimes they wouldn't umpire as they normally would, but they would come and talk to you after, which yeah. was like really good education. And yeah. but I used to really push it. Especially when like rules would change. So like yeah. the the hands in the back's a good one for defenders. Through my career it went from, you know, do what you want at the start <laughs> to you could hold your ground. To you can't have a, a hand in the back. To you could hold your ground with an elbow. To like really late, like last year, you could put as many hands as you like in the back as long as there was no push. Like you yeah, could stand your arms. Forward. Yeah. So like there was ever changing rules with that. So I would deliberately, when the umpires were there, I'd try and push them in the back and just see if they'd pay for a free <laughs> kick and yeah. that sort of stuff. I'd try not to land in the back of my teammates. Yeah. But yeah, I wouldn't be afraid if I. Landed in the opposition or hurt opposition. I mean, that's that's a part of footy in my mind. Mm. Um, I do have a little grand final story regarding this issue, issue which I'll finish on. Um, uh, did, did you ever consider where the umpire's blind spot might be? Yes, heavily. So th- the biggest trick I had in my career. Now, I'm, I'm going to take – like, I know I beat myself up a bit as a footballer, a bit of, you know, a, bit of a battler, that sort of stuff. You also do quite the opposite. I, I also played 200 so games, won a premiership, yep. uh, know what I'm doing. Yep. and and i and play the joker a bit, but go find me there's not many people that have done that, so I'm good, <laughs> good. A trick I used to have one on one was on the opposite side of where the umpire was so the umpires would always be corridor side they, they would very rarely run boundary side their 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 instruction was to be out of the play, and if you're a defender and the ball sort of the ball would be coming down one side, they'd always be corridor side, yep, so my opposing arm. I would always place on top of the opposition player's shoulder and use it as a boost to come over and spoil. So instead of just trying to purely jump like against a Buddy Franklin or anyone more athletic than me, which was most people, (laughs) I would use my my opposite hand to push them down, elevate myself up. But because it was on the opposite side of the umpires like 90% of the time, you would, you would struggle to find ten times in my whole career I ever got paid freaky against. Yeah, right. But I would hope that if you spoke to some forwards I played on regularly, they would know that trick because they used to piss them because they could feel it. Like they would go to jump and, and they'd you have no elevation go. and yeah, I'd, yeah. Be, I'd be looking like a, I was just this like beast coming over yeah, the top yeah. but that's how I used to do it. And I used to think about where the umpire was and I never got pinged for it. It Good. was great. Now, grand final story. Yeah. Did I used to practice hurting opposition. Before the grand final, you're reading the email again. To see if it says that. Does it include the standard go move of attempting to spoil? who was never going to get an accident landing. So, yeah, so you knew I was playing on Jordan to go. Knew knew that that was happening on the Monday before the grand final. So, yep. we had some. Um, uh, <laughs> we had some. Uh, how do I describe them? They ran a gym. Um, they used to teach us tackling technique.
0: Right. But they stopped doing that now. This, no, no, this season?
2: no. no. Tack- tackling techniques, very big. Yep. Um, but uh, the COVID stuff probably stopped us from getting external people in. Yep. But these guys who ran the gym, like the gym, wasn't a tackling gym. It was. I don't think that I'm exists. trying to get you to say it. It's like a, it's not a weightlifting gym either. Was it? It's like a MMA, MMA, right? Right. Okay. So that's like the tackling technique is like grappling in UFC, right? Yeah. But they were fighters, but they would teach us how to tackle.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah, I
2: gotcha. Before the grand final, I'm like, look, if this is my last ever game, I'm just going to do what it takes. So I spoke to one of those guys yep. about pressure points and about <laughs> and about points on the body that if you made contact with – Yeah, you can potentially even them poo themselves. Well. <laughs> it's like the, the triple tap, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> death tap. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, yeah, points on their body yeah, that if okay. I made contact with points of my body with that would hurt more than others. Yep. And I spent most of the Tuesday session one-on-one – with an MMA specialist <laughs> teaching me tricks. And I used almost all of them grand final day.
0: Nice. Yeah. Okay, so what, like just pointing certain parts of the body? Oh, no, or? like they had
2: to be hit with great force. Right. Yeah. But they were... Is that legal? They were moves that, well, it's to the, this point of Kane's email. Like, it was grey. Is it kosher? It was grey. <laughs> it's potentially not kosher. I think it's kosher in a grand final. Yeah, yeah, like I've already lost one grand final. I'm not going to lose another grand final because someone's more athlete, athletically gifted than me, and yep. I'm just going to let them do what they want.
0: Did anyone mention anything? Or mate, you've, you've hurt me there or something? Uh,
2: like the main one, I'm, I'm trying not to. You know, I'm beating around a bush a little bit, but like the main one, the main person I played on, yep. like would have been very sore after that game. <laughs> and anyone who saw me at, at that game would know what I'm talking about. What I did to him. So it was not illegal, but it, yeah, it yeah. potentially wasn't legal either. Yeah, it was just somewhere in the middle.
0: Okay, there you go. Well, I'll have to go back and watch and see what you did. Yeah, um, I, I, I wasn't.
2: I wasn't putting anyone in like a rear naked choke and <laughs> like yeah, choking yeah. someone out. <laughs> it was just. Tap. It was just to make them hurt a bit. Yeah, it wasn't permanent feel damage. It, feel it more. Yeah, there's a lot of nerves in your body that run over parts of different parts of your body that if you make good contact with, it numbs parts of your body and doesn't feel very nice. Yep. that's what I did. There you go. Uh, this is from Lee Boyd. Hi cool. Lee. I know Lee Boyd. Hi Do Lee. You? No, maybe.
0: Hey gang, just dropping a line to say I think you missed one of the biggest factors about why private school kids always seem to be more successful. We talked about that when Adam Simpson made those comments. Yes, It's because those kids come from families where they always get good meals. They always have someone to drive them to training. They always have access to whatever equipment they need for their sport. They're always able to attend all their classes and they get good night's sleep every night. In a word, privilege. Kids from broken homes often face huge adversity in all these areas and have a much steeper hill to climb. Anyway, just some food for thought.
2: Could not agree more with Leigh. I think I tried to make that point when yeah. um, Adam Simpson spoke about it, and uh, I make the point when I, you know, when people have stuffed up, right? And spoke about Taylor Walker earlier, so probably not to that extent. But yeah, let's look at Willie Rioli for instance. My upbringing, private school kid. I'm a private school kid. Exactly yeah, yeah. what Lee said. Dri- driven to training, good meals, good bed to sleep on, good, great schedule. Like I was born to play AFL. I was I was born to succeed. <laughs> No, seriously. Like uh, private school kids are like they're bre- it's like breeding ground to be able to succeed in that sort of level. It's an elite, elite, high level organization that, like, it's not just it's not just shit kicking down at the local park. Like, it you need to be of a, of a certain caper. And then when someone like Willie Rioli, who's grown up in the Tiwi Islands, he did not have the same upbringing as me, which is privileged white person. Yep. that's not Willie. So that's why people are different, and you need to handle people people differently. Couldn't agree more, Lee. Well done. All right. Dale.
0: Will, as a father and now older male, I watch the pressure on oh, kids and down, players Dale. in everyday life and old. have always wanted a few things. Do clubs have full-time psychologists? Did anyone ever say, don't pick up the newspaper? I think inferring the, about comments that mm. players get. Yeah. Uh, my boys and I met you in Niran- uh, Narandera, Narandra, Narandra in 2017 and followed you yours and Mastos. 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 Gosh, I've botched this. Mastos journeys, injuries. It's like, it's like Mastos ginger beer. Uh, injuries uh, suspensions and being social media punching bags have you ever wanted to find where some of the keyboard warriors work and go heckle them for <laughs> a week uh there were tears in my eye sorry there
2: were t- this is written perfectly it is. just want everyone to know that it is literally there's not why i haven't seen one error in it this there is are tears this is on in you my Dan. house for there were final there win. were not uh, there were tears in my house for the gf win more for the journeys
0: yeah yeah there you go good Sorry for the serious questions. From experiencing, it's amazing how many people say no when asked, are you okay? Love the podcast, gents.
2: Oh, this is good too, Dale. If I didn't give those tickets away, I might have thought about it for you. Now, um, you know, yeah, yeah, have been at times, Masto especially, a social media punching bag. And then to see people be able to perform on the big stage and win a grand final, um, you know, it all seems worth it a little bit, but it's still like things people have to go, go through. Um, do clubs have full-time psychologists? I mean then my hesitation means no. They don't they don't have like they've got a full-time head coach. They don't have a, an office next to his with a psychologist in it. You have access anytime you want to a psychologist. Does that make them full-time? They don't have an office Probably. at the club. No, they're I don't on, think so. They're on no. call, I guess. Yeah, so no. Yeah. No, they're they're contract they're contract workers. Yeah. And you have you can have you have numerous people you can go and see. Yeah. But one thing I always try to push in the AFL was like and you have seen it on a, I've seen it on a few TV shows one of which Billion, uh, billions, yeah, billions. Oh, with the rock. Uh, no, billions is about like the share. Anyways, yeah, yeah they a have it. They have it in house, in office psychologist, and it's yeah, a performance right. psychologist, right? I, 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 legit, but my role with the AFLPA, I, I used to that I used to bring that up most years, was where we can have ten assistant coaches, but we can't have one person that's full time focusing on the mental side, and that's both performance and mental health issues. Yep. Should, it should be in every club, and it's not. So I've fully backpedaled. They did not have full-time psychologists, and they should. There you go. Did anyone say don't pick up the newspaper? Yes, very hard to do this day and age. Yeah. Everyone's got a phone. Get tagged and stuff. Um, it's difficult. Um, and, yes, I I did actually offer – it would always be a bit of liquid courage, but if <laughs> I ever picked up my phone and I'd been heckled personally on Instagram and it was after the season, I'd always give them where we were having a drink – so, yeah, like, often often the last game of the year, people would also have the liquid courage and be like, oh, you know, you're a disgrace. You haven't yep. – no no pride in the West Coast jumper, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, g'day, g'day, Dan. Um, Thanks for getting in touch. I'd rather it really formally. Yep. Hi, Dan. Thanks for getting in touch. We're down at the uh, Paddington Ale House in Mount Hawthorne. If you'd like to pop down for a drink, mate, we'd love to shout your beer and um, we'll have a chat about it. <laughs> Not one ever took it up. <laughs> and I was genuine. If they had come down, would have sat them down, had a beer, then, no, they're keyboard warriors. What do you expect?
0: Yep. One time I went to <laughs> the, um, uh, what's it called? What's that place in Leaderville that you, that you boys like to go to? Um, the Hippy, Hippie Club. <laughs> <laughs> this would be pre-Hippie Club earlier in the year. Oh, evening, um, the Leaderville Hotel. No, the other one. What's, the, what's the, the bloody big one? The Garden. Right. And um, it was quite intimidating actually because there was t- 20 West Coast Eagles players all sitting there. Mm. And I thought, oh, I should go up and have a beer. No, I didn't want to. Oh, Really? It just looked like you know. Why you want? Why would you want to be?
2: Yeah, I mean, like, like you saying that, like, why would you want to go up and have a beer? Like, why would you want to have a beer with me? Well, if Charlie was just standing there with twenty of his mates, like, you wouldn't just look at them and be like, "Oh, I might have a beer with those blokes," would you? No one does that. No society. What you Let's open it up. Yeah, I would. If you had, if honestly, that would happen regularly on nights out. If guys were in big groups, people would do exactly what you did, but have a bit more balls, and they'd come, come up and have a beer. Yeah, I'd always have a beer with someone. Yeah, I very, very rarely would tell tell someone to piss off.
0: Speaking of. Having a beer with someone, I haven't mentioned this to you before, but maybe we should look at doing a live back chat. Oh yeah, have a beer.
2: Yeah, what do we call it? Have a beer with back chat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, 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 everyone, that just just put just just put yourself on pause as you're listening to this, listeners. Yeah. Is that a good idea? Have a beer with back chat. Oh, I'd love to do that. Yeah,
0: we set up, we set up, we record it, set up a couple of mics, come down. Yeah, well we're doing it now.
2: The humanities at Curtin. <laughs> you like to have beers here? Well, thanks. We so. get awkward, oh, you get <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I don't no, you do is that a no? Camp. Yes.
0: I'm keen to do it, All but right. not here at Curtin. Anyways, uh, good email, Dal. Thank you.
2: Yeah, very good. Uh, Josh, Joshua.
0: Hi, gents. Long time listener, first time emailer. I'm writing you in regards to your outreach for sponsors for the show. Oh... I would like to express interest in sponsoring the website, specifically oh. the cost of running $6 a month. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't own a company or anything to plug. So any references would probably look something like backchat.com.au and you did get that uh, website. Incorrect because it's backchatpodcast.com.au. Still That's coming, right. by the way. Yep. Uh, brought to you by Josh Bilgen, private citizen or Bilgen. Sorry if I've butchered your name. Big Lin.
2: Call. It's called Big Lynn. B-I-G-L-I-N. Oh, Big Biglin. Big Lin. Big
0: Josh Biglin. Biglin. <laughs> private citizen. Looking forward to working with you. Kind regards, Josh. P.S. I appreciate the pod is moving bravely in a new direction, but thank you for the occasion nod to the OG fans. Mm.
2: No, um, no worries, Josh. Look, um, I'll be happy to entertain that. Backchat, just, backchatpodcast.com.au. Proudly brought to you by Josh Biglin. 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 As long as I can say it like that, I mean, $6 a month. Um, might need to DM us Josh and uh put through your credit card details and we'll start direct debiting you uh <laughs> the cost of uh hosting our website. There you go. Ah, oh, perfect. Uh yeah, backchatpodcast.com.au is finished. I've not made it live. I don't know why. I've it was a bye week. Probably was a good time to do it. Um it's done, it's finished. It's yep. Good it's good to go. Probably, probably need to put it up. All right, let's do it. We've been waiting for a sponsor. Josh Big Lynn.
0: Big Lynn. Big uh, uh, We've got, we got three more.
2: All right, name them. Uh,
0: okay. Uh, g'day, gents. What are your thoughts on Daniel Venables' retirement due to the brain injury he suffered against Melbourne two years ago? And two, have you ever suffered from concussion? Kind regards, Brad.
2: Uh, thoughts on oh the Daniel Venables one, I need to unpack more.
0: Let's, ho- let's hold Venables for next week.
2: We need to write down when we say this stuff. Yeah, you know, Charlie. I know we're still Charlie's alive, Charlie. Away. Daniel Venables needs to be a topic, please. Because yep. uh, that's, a, that's a decent one. Okay. need to unpack that.
0: Have you ever had a concussion?
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah like um, Tom Hawkins, uh, when he knocked me out uh, last game of the year, 2019. Uh, I lied about it, but yeah, I got knocked out. I uh, lied about it at the tribunal. Is that, is that big news?
0: Is that because you didn't want to miss time because of the protocol? Uh, so? No, we
2: lost. It was the last game of the year, and we we're out of finals. And um, Tom Hawkins was... Um, playing for Geelong They were going on And I would have right. liked To have seen him play The next week So I
0: Helped him get off
2: Yeah I mean Yeah I, I downplayed the severity of it And he didn't get off Oh huh. Yeah I would have liked To have seen him get off There you go That's where my views come on What happens on the field Like Yeah Whatever he meant to do there He he did But um, Yeah looking back on it, it Probably wasn't the best call by me Because yeah Concussion Yeah no joke So
0: all right. We'll unpack Daniel Venables hmm. next week. Uh, Jason. Jason. Hello, Will and Dan. Questions for It's nice Will. of him,
2: Will and Dan. It's good.
0: Yep. Do you still have all your grand final gear, such as guernseys, boots, etc.? And where do you keep your premiership medal? Keep the episodes coming.
2: Uh, yes, yeah, so I've got them all. Um, I wore two pairs of boots in the grand final. So Did you? Yeah, Why'd one, you change? One got sold. Um, didn't have a reason. I th- I, I kind of do that regularly. Yeah. Something I, It wasn't especially for the grand final. So I sold one pair of boots. They were sold to a very worthy recipient. Um, my Guernsey is in a—it's in a literal box with my medal, and they're just in a box in my cupboard. And okay. I think about it regularly. Like I really need to get them out of the box. Because it's going to well, get, wear them. It's going to get creased. Yeah, just wear them out in the house. No, put them. You idiot! <laughs> I'm going to frame them. To frame them. Yeah, good. A, a lot of the boys have done sort of photo montages, and yeah, yeah Tom, Tom Cole's probably got the best I've seen. Yeah, um, does. he's got a good setup in his, a uh, bit of a bit of a man cave. Yeah, a big long, big long horizontal one with um, everyone standing before the grand final and. Yeah, Probably good. him dropping the chess mark in the first quarter Jaden Stephenson kicked the goal. No, he doesn't have that. Uh yeah. You could
0: you could have your Guernsey premiership medal and that one photo of you holding the premiership cup. That yes.
2: is yeah. I think about that too. Don't joke about that. <laughs> I'm I, sorry. Because what happens is like players play like their two hundredth game and there's all these like photo montages of people holding cups and like Gov played his one fiftieth and just like every photo I saw he was holding the premiership cup and there's about fifty different ones. There's one. There is one of me. <laughs> Unless I got one.
0: All right, last one.
2: This is from Matthew Symes.
0: Hello, Will and Dan. I noticed there was not an episode of Backchat 2.0 uh, this Wednesday. Yes, we apologize, we Matthew. We had that. a bye week. <laughs> I'm not here to complain. Making content is hard work. I and many of your listeners appreciate that is hard work, and it takes time away from your family and relaxing after work. Oh. I have a suggestion, though. Please make a Backchat 2.0 Patreon page. I would happily pay $10 per month to keep the podcast going and I'd bet that there are a reasonable number of other listeners who would be happy to contribute regularly. Your podcast has value. That should be rewarded monetarily. We do not need you to promote a product. The podcast is the product. Do you know what Patreon is? Uh, Patreon? No. Okay. Do you? Yeah. I mean, you're not really up to speed with the internet.
2: Uh, I'm very excited about this.
0: So Patreon's like, um, uh, like a subscription. You can yeah. pay X amount a month and you get access to content that other people can't get. Right, so if you're so we're
2: locking the podcast.
0: It's well, C- yes. I think you, what people do is they have like their podcast, and then the Patreon is like you get like little insider videos and like extra content that's not available unless you're a subscriber. I
2: feel like uh, if that's exactly what it is, maybe not. But I, I, I would be, I would be open to it. Like, you know, like a GoFundMe type, <laughs> type setup. Well, no, if you wanna, if you wanna put some money, I mean, it, it's a, it's a correct email. This yeah. does take time. That yeah. is the reason why we had a buy. We're, we're a little bit fatigued with it. Yeah. And yes, we're not we're not getting paid to do this. Mm. Um, Charlie maybe, certainly not. No, <laughs> certainly <laughs> not. Yeah, we we haven't told. We'll, we'll just play this line still. Yeah. We'll keep get that yeah, bank yeah, cool. account separate. <laughs> we're certainly not getting paid for it. But like one, we're not particularly doing it for the money because there is no. None. But like also on the other other side of things, Matthew's correct. The podcast is the product, and I know people do enjoy it. So if we could create something that. If people want to, of course, it would it would certainly help us. Yeah, I love
0: it. It only makes the product better.
2: I'm going to put that. You, know you know what? what you know what? This is going. This is going. This is going on the home page, Matthew's, because yeah, it's yeah. not come from us. This come from Matthew.
0: No, that's right. And it's not like we'd be making money so that we're driving around Rolls Royces. It's to, purely so yeah, that we can another put some one. actual time. Yeah, because
2: all my money I made with footy. <laughs> yeah,
0: and also Charlie pays about four dollars fifty to print stuff every week,
2: and a printing paper and ink <laughs> and ink, um, and, and potentially. Oh, I'm, I was going to bag you. I won't do it.
0: Well, okay, Go no. say something with my t-shirt.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I like I like you wear a long sleeve t-shirts. Rather, like, I never know what they are. They're skivvies, are they, are they turtlenecks, are they just t-shirts, are they jumpers, are they thin jumpers? All right, question Like, do for you, you have you. a t-shirt underneath that? I always think, like, is, he, is that just the single, yeah, see, Charlie's thinking it now too. Question for you. Yes.
0: Does the t-shirt ride up my neck? No. Well, then it's not a It's turtleneck. hard to tell
2: where your neck ends, though, because you've got scrappy beard underneath. So <laughs> I, know, I don't know where your neck it's finishes a mess at and the starts. Moment. Do, you know, do you know why it's a bit
0: of a mess at the moment? Bi-week. Bi-week, and this morning, woke up to a crying baby at quarter to four,
2: Right, and you were late for work.
0: Yeah, my alarm didn't go off at three, which was meant to wake when I was meant to wake up. So Did I ran out of the house, oh. and then I've
2: been doing stuff. That ah, looks so. good, man. Yeah, thanks. Necklace. Well, uh, well, I I pretty much just walked out of the studio just then. We we're almost not going to do social media. I just don't, this is this is what happens when you have a bye week, right? Explain why we had the bye week, but your head's not quite there.
0: Yep, this is going to be a rapid fire social media. Okay, because we don't. We've only got a few questions. They're short, they're sharp. Yep. I'm just going to throw them at you. Yeah. But you still get to read the hand. But this
2: is still social media, the greatest content potentially on the internet. A- Alice.m. <laughs>
0: okay. Best sporting moment you witnessed in your lifetime? Oh. Um, oh. I'll go. I've already got an answer for this. So right. I'm going to go while you think. Right. Uh, watching, and I always talk about Dirk Nowitzki, was in Brooklyn. Watched Dallas, the Dallas Mavericks play Brooklyn Nets and watch Dirk Nowitzki score the basket to move him up on the scoring all-time list above Shaq. Oh, and so he, was, you, he was playing awesome. And he, yep.
2: uh, Witnessed would mean not on TV. I was there. Uh, yeah, no, I, uh, that's what I mean. Do you want me to, Yeah, yeah uh, that's what
0: I think. That's what I th- – yep.
2: Probably Hewitt uh, winning Wimbledon against Nell You were there. two thousand two. Oh, it's a great story. Oh, let's Can't say give it. To you that. Right now. Charlie. Charlie. Sorry. <laughs> write that down. There you go. Hamilton underscore dust.
0: Is there anywhere we can find the old Backchat podcasts? Um, Short answer, no.
2: Yeah, I mean, long answer. The, the club, to an extent, feels like that they're theirs, and I don't feel that way. And so they are, they are locked. They do exist. I know they still exist, but we may need to petition the club for access to them.
0: Okay. Uh, what are your opinions on people having automatic versus manual driver's licenses? I'm manual all the way.
2: Is this a stitch-up?
1: No. Oh, mate. you only have your automatic?
2: Oh, you, you do. Yeah. You uh, only have your automatic. Why would I need to get a manual license? Like, like, give me a give me a scenario. I need a manual license.
0: Uh, you want to become a police officer?
2: No, I don't want to be a police officer.
0: Um, you have pulled over yeah. on the side of the road. Someone's giving birth. And
2: uh, no, I've already had two kids. That's no, enough. this is someone that you're helping. Oh, okay.
0: And you go. She's like, I'm, I can't drive. You're no, gonna have to drive I'm me. I'm gonna
2: the flag another car down because I'm on the freeway. So <laughs> <laughs> come drive this manual car. No, no I, like, I, I, honestly, I've just I've never never needed to. So why would I? But in in saying that, being facetious, I would like to know how to drive a manual car because yeah, I do not know. I'll try to teach you one time. If, if that if that incident came up with the print I would stall beyond belief, would not be able to start it and baby would be born on the side <laughs> of the road.
0: All right, next one.
2: Warfin. Warfin. Warf- Warfin. Nah, Warfin. No, this is a this is a piss tack at the docket. surely. Warfin. It's warfy time.
0: Uh, Dan, thoughts on the Boomers this year. Will they beat USA and can they win gold? I'll tell you retrospectively, <laughs> um, they can't. They could. I thought they could beat USA, um, <laughs> but they didn't.
2: Dan, this happened, this happened last week, Dan. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, true. Uh, no, I was very impressed by the Boomers. Yeah. It was cool. awesome. Oh, we should have spoken about that. Watching Gazy choke up oh, on, yeah. at the Olympics was, uh, was but, bloody good.
2: Well, it just I liked that insight. Some of the – yeah – Charlie, we need to speak about Should this. Should we talk to Gazy? I'd love to.
0: Yeah, I've got. I've. I've spoken. I to feel him. like he would have been inundated. No, no. I've. I've already called him. Pardon? Yeah, I spoke to Gazy early days of um, Backchat uh, Two Hundred, and he go. said he was keen. Yeah, let's get Gazy on. We might as well. I mean, right.
2: it's like yeah, we got so many guests, but we might as well get Gazy on. All right, for one guest, and now we're going to Gazy. Yeah. Should we get Gazy and Bogut?
0: Yeah. all right. Oh. Basketball doubleheader.
2: Oh. All right. Tell us if you're excited about that. Uh, it's been real socials hit us up instagram backchat underscore podcast twitter backchat underscore pod reddit r uh, slash backchat podcast or you can email us you read it no we read it you write it hello at backchat podcast we read it yeah you got it.com.au and the website backchatpodcast.com.au proudly brought to you by josh bigland